Yo, 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 we are back. Episode 53 of the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study hosted by this one word, C. Michael, and that one word over there, Mr. Robert D. What's good, my brother? How you doing? Feeling good, man. Excited about tonight. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, Just waiting to see what the Lord gave you, man, so I can um, dig in. Shoot, I get excited, too. (laughs) Yes, Lord. Well, if you are watching this... If you are watching us on YouTube or Facebook, wherever you're watching, man, do us a solid. Do us a favor and do what you see on the screen. Go ahead and hit that like button when it likes. Hold on. With your liking self. Come on, like. Come on, like. There you go. Oh, there you go. Go ahead that like button <laughs> like you see on the screen. And if you have not subscribed to the Not The Same Podcast, please subscribe so you can know when we are live. As well, hit that notification bell so you will be notified when we do something new or we drop a new video or we're about to drop something or whatever, man. You will be notified. Please do yep. this for us. We're not doing this just to get likes and, you know, hoard likes. We're not like these uh, YouTubers smash the like button type stuff. No, we just want more people to know that we are live and where people can hear this awesome word of God that he has given me uh and we expect big things man we want people to hear it know what i mean what's up d yeah. d what's going on also we want to give a shout out to our rebroadcasters man live show tv the takeover praise 365 parable yes, radio ryc praise news his hop radio network or podcast depending on how you listen um yep. 520 collective and you know spotify or wherever you get to streaming services y'all make sure that y'all um Tune in. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all for listening as we yeah. um, continue to um, roll with these shows, man. The Bible study and our, you know, our regular show and and in sports. So, you know, mm-hmm. looking excited. But tonight we're going to break into this bread. You hear me? You dig? All right. The Bible, the subject that we'll be tackling tonight is having done all to stand, stand. Having done all to stand, stand. This will be an encouraging Bible study for you to not quit when times get tough. Or yeah. being battle tested or whatever, uh, we'll be uh, coming out of. Let me get let me get this my opening statement here. I got this one, brother. The base scripture for this Bible study is Ephesians. Hold on, before we get into it, Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this Bible study. We thank you, Lord, for your hand being upon me and my brother to deliver your word, Father God. Lord, we honor your word. We we place it in high regard, Father God. We want we expect souls we expect fruit lord father god we don't plant seeds without fruit lord we thank you lord for great fruit father god and we ask you lord to have your way let us decrease that you may be increased even in this bible study father god we are excited to see what you're gonna do and we're gonna let you have your way in the name of jesus amen Amen. Amen. good evening miss uh sharon good to see you sis what's going on yeah so let's get it bro all right the base scripture for this bible study is ephesians 6 10 through 17 we probably end up going to like 19 uh we will be using these set of verses as an outline for the whole bible study our goal is to set get you to understand the weapons at your disposal and how to stand by using them so a lot of this is dealing with the uh full armor of god and also standing so that's where we'll be going with this this is going to be a little bit different than the way we normally do it because you know we are going to be jumping around a lot but it's all coming back to this line of scriptures uh these verses that's what I knew it when I thought about it in my head. I would say line of scriptures, and I'll both say these verses. But anyway, you know, 
Lord told me. What's up, Miss Reese? Good to see you, sis. Miss Reese, I mean? what's up? <laughs> All right. Yeah, Miss Reese, I'm saying it wrong. My bad, sis. All right, let's get into it. Wester's definition. Rita. All right. To take up or maintain a specified a specified position or posture to maintain one's position. So what this is talking about, you think in about in the battle times or you know, back in the day when people was at war, they would have a whole line of people, right? It wouldn't be just one person. They may be a leader, and he may be in the back where he could look over everything, and there's a fortified front line. And the hold your stand is keep that line fortified. How would you do that? Being together, locked in, and focus on the mission. So this is kind of uh, illuminating that. That's where we're kind of going with that. The next one we be going to is the biblical definition of having done all the stand and biblical definition of stand go ahead bro to stand means you remain firm and immovable even when or especially when you are the smallest or the youngest or the last one standing you may be be the means for holding up others that says a lot mm -hmm. read that one more time brother to stand means you remain firm and immovable even when or especially when you are the smallest or the youngest yes. or the last one standing you may yes. be the means for holding up others once again, thinking about it, think about it in the illustration I showed you. We've seen all these war movies like, uh, I can't think of, 300 or whatever, and they're not haphazardly fighting. It's not just like dudes on the field and they all spread out. No, it's a line, and it's like hold the line. And no matter if you're big or small, your job is to hold the line, and that's what I'm talking about. Hold the line to your faith by having done all the stand. Stand. What we are encouraging you tonight is when it gets hard, and it will get hard, keep standing. Keep fighting. You know what I mean? Don't quit. Right. The devil always wants you to quit. That is his. <laughs> that is his, his. Anyway, that is his main goal and plan is to get you to quit because you are way more powerful than him. But we have to yeah. realize that by continuing to stand. All right, man. The first thing we will be getting into is this. Put on the whole armor of God. But what is it? Once again, put on the whole armor of God. But what is it? As I told you before, we will constantly be going over and over again to Ephesians uh, 10 through 18 and 19, right? So 6, 10 through 18 and 19. So our first scripture for tonight is Ephesians uh, 6, 14 through 16. Then we will go to 1 Thessalonians 5 and 8, then 2 Corinthians 2 and 6 and 7. And then lastly, Isaiah 59 and 17. Isaiah 59 and 17. So the first scripture here. I push my button because I got a button. All right, and we're starting with 14. I believe that's what I just said, right? Yeah, I believe so, sir. You ready? I'm ready, brother. I'm waiting on you, Doc. All right, I'm just, I was seeing it. 14 you through 16. Okay, yeah, yeah, I oh, was double checking, but on, I was going to let you just keep going. You know, we're we going to play that thing off. But it's all, right. <laughs> all right, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For mm -hmm. shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the mm -hmm. sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. All right. Uh, so now go ahead, bro. No, I thought you I thought it was through 18. Not in, I'm sorry. No, no. This We just go into a specific part of this. So okay. these are the full armor of God. These are uh, your armor. Think of this, once again, I said like the line of a soldier. Think of a soldier standing up there. So, first thing a soldier gets, stand your ground with the belt of truth. So, he got this belt on. Normally, on that belt, there's a sword and, you know what I'm saying, a shield. All that is on the belt. Then, for shoes, uh, put on the piece or the feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. That's the, uh, I mean, matter of fact, James. man, I want to I show the King James one for, 
for a different look of that because I think it's illustration purposes. Yeah, what he said. Brother, use the big words and stuff. Yeah, well, you about to make me speak in tongues with this King James, but we gonna get it in Jesus' name. All right, one more time for me, brother. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and have and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Thank you, and your feet Mm -hmm. shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, whereof ye shall be able to quench all the fiery of the darts of the wicked, all the Mm -hmm. fiery darts of the wicked. Yep. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. All right. Once again, this is the full armor of God. The, what's on the top of your head? The first thing that's on top of your head is the helmet of salvation. You need to be saved. How do you kill? If you kill somebody, you cut off the head, they die. Cut off the head of a snake. Well, most snakes. Most snakes. <laughs> Some of them will keep moving. But in general, whatever your thing, whatever you're fighting, you cut off the head, it dies. So salvation is at the head, at the top of the whole of the whole thing look at yourself as a centurion or warrior so your helmet right there that stands for salvation then you know what i'm saying you have the shield of faith your faith how you believe in god how you trust in god that's your shield to block against what the enemy is throwing at you the preparation of the gospel of peace that is just for walking when you walking and taking the gospel you is moving and you prepared always to uh share the gospel and then lastly uh your lions girt girt your lions girt about with truth having the breastplate of righteousness Righteousness is in right standing with God. Also, a breastplate goes right here, right? You know if there's a cop or whatever, what they put on? They put on that uh, bulletproof vest because they're going to protect them vitals. Now, they don't cover their head. I never understood that. <laughs> I always thought you should get something to cover your head, but that's for another Bible study. But they put this on to cover their most vital parts, and it protects them. That is what your breastplate is righteousness is what righteousness stands for is right standing with god your position with god that is covering your chest that is covering your vitals so that's one of the things that is shown as the weapons or uh the full armor of god go ahead bro no i just um if you notice it and it's also everything to keep you moving forward like not Mm -hmm. to turn back you know when you say um when you talked about an army they move forward and they're locked in to move You know, there's nothing on the back forward. of them. There's no there's no right. armor on the back because you're not supposed yeah. to be retreating. Yeah, there's no 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 retreat because God got your back on that one. If you want to look at it from that standpoint, also. All right, more examples so. of the full armor of God in different parts of Scripture. One thing I've said this before, but I always remember this: anything you want to make something, you want to make like a standard or something in God, you're gonna find two or three st- uh, scriptures that uh, reveal that. Right. It's not going to always just be one spot. You will see it a couple of times in the word. All right. We're going to first Thessalonians five, eight. First Thessalonians five and eight. What's going on, brother? Hey, uh, we, we, we stand on KJ. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me let me slide. Let me let me help my brother. I'm sorry, brother. We'll go back to this. Uh, I mean, you, I know we what, went what to want, King James. No, no what, what, what we just had, man, what we normally teach from. I, that's so everybody don't. <laughs> You know, we normally do. Bro, that boy, that boy scared. That boy scared. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dog. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. What, um, this may help my brother. Where we at? C4 Crotona. What's up, brother? Good to see you. All right, go ahead, uh, bro. Number eight. Okay, but since we are on of the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For mm. God has not destined us for wrath. Oh, okay. That's, that's good, brother. That's good. I didn't know. Boy, my, my boy, boy, my, yeah, well. All right. Man. So look at that. Don't that sound eerily familiar to what we just read in Ephesians? Like I said, anything that in, in the Bible that you want to put your 
tent pole in, so to speak, or make this like, okay, I'm standing on this, right? I stand on that. I believe that anything that you're going to do like that, you better find two or three witnesses because in the word it says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. You know what I mean? Next, we'll be going to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 through 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 through 7. Go ahead, bro, if you got son. He don't because he's uh, blocked off. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 through 7. My bad, brother. Brother, let me hang it. Let me hang it. Lord. All right. Uh, Second Corinthians chapter two, verses six through seven. All right. Sufficient for such a one is this punishment, which was inflicted by the majority. So that on the contrary, you should rather forgive and comfort him. Otherwise, such such a one might be overwhelmed by exercise by excessive sorrow. Wherefore, yeah, I, yeah, I urge. I don't, I don't, that don't sound right. It that didn't sound right. right. Yeah. Maybe it's first. Brother, brother um, uh, take, take him to the NASSB out at night. Not 1995, brother. No, I need take the, take the night. Man, man, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of reader do I got here, man? Like I can't. <laughs> Ticket <laughs> <Take>, reader. <laughs> Lord. <got> <laughs> brother. A brother been up since two o'clock this morning, brother. You like, gotta do and, what you read in the Bible, brother. Brother Lord. got a lot. Tongue tied, <laughs> like we're speaking in tongues, brother. Okay, brother. Get, get, give us a second, people. This, this guy. This guy. My goodness. My man got this mug on on on, on micro <laughs> micro print. <laughs> we, we seasoned over here, brother. All right. I'm not liking the way that look. I had it yesterday, but it'd be all right. We're going to go uh, move on to Isaiah. Isaiah, as an old preacher say, Isaiah. They, enunciating every letter of the, of the name. I, Isaiah. <laughs> 59 and 17. Isaiah 59 and 17. I'm going to slide this up. Uh, here we go. 59 and 17. Yes, brother. Got this one. Hold on, bro. I got you. I'm, I'm, about, I'm, about to, I'm, about to, I'm about to widen you out. There we go. There we go. My Thank bad, you, brother. brother. Hold on, he put on our... There we go. Look, look, at, look at that. Look at God. Look at him. All right, brother. Go ahead. All right, big print. He put on <laughs> righteousness like a breastplate and a helmet of yes, salvation he on his head. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and wrapped himself with zeal as a mantle. All of right, so the part okay, we, okay, we emphasize right here. What's up, uh, Nigel? Good to see you, Nigel, my guy. Nigel, real good, good to see you, man. Good to see you, brother. All right, uh, what we want to illustrate here is the breastplate. Once again, don't that sound eerily similar to what we read in Ephesians yeah. uh, 6, 10 through 19? So that's what I wanted to go through here. This would not be... Uh, two-part Bible study. This will be a one here to quit. Or maybe I don't know. God may say something else. All right. The other Go thing ahead, I want to put on this while you're going to the next scripture. If y'all notice when they talk about the helmet of salvation and the breastplate, the Bible always talks about guard your heart. And with yeah. the helmet of salvation, that's just renewing your mind. Like that's that help that helps with that. You know what I mean? If you re renewing your mind daily, those things help guard your heart because the more you read your, the more you feed your spirit, man, the more your heart is in right standing and your spirit led and not carnal led. So just always remember that. Like we should be doing that on a daily basis when it comes to that helmet of salvation and we'll get more to it. Absolutely. All right. Next, we'll be going to, <clears throat> excuse me. We're going to this section here. Know what you, what you're fighting and that it's already defeated. Once again, know what you're fighting and that it's already defeated been defeated so a lot of times right. you know there's scriptures that talk about the weapons of warfare are not carnal but might have to put it down the strongholds we'll be going through that in a minute 
But a lot of times what we're fighting is not the person in front of us. It is literally imagination, spiritual things. Uh, uh, people say demons, but they really be talking about uh, problems and all that, not literal demons. It can be demons, and they they defeat it too. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? They're right. going to lay down too. But uh have to know what you're fighting, and then also you got to know they're already defeated. Why are they defeated? They are defeated because Christ died and rose and defeated death. Amen. And all the effects of death and all the works of death has already been defeated. And a lot of these things we have to ascertain through faith in God. You know what I mean? All right, we'll be going yeah. to Ephesians 6 and 12. Go ahead, bro. You guess no, that. and it's not to say that it's, it's easy because sometimes when you win it, 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 don't, it don't look like it's defeated. But just knowing the end, we do win. We just got to, as the Bible study says, having done all, we have to stand. And sometimes it's not that easy. It's easier to just to sit down. But just because you fail, like we always say, it's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. Just keep pressing. You know what I mean? Don't don't get don't wallow in it. Yes, sir. We are at Ephesians six, chapter six, verse twelve through uh just verse twelve. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against against of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. <clears throat> this is what we're fighting. As believers, you know what I'm saying? Now, we can say we fighting the opinions of people, but it, I always say, and Rob will tell you, I always say, what is behind who you dealing with, right? It's not just that person. It's not just that person that's hating. It's not that person, you know, a popular word everybody say, rappers say, the ops. It's not just the yeah. ops. You know what I mean? What's behind it? Who's the source? Like, Adolf Hitler was this horrible, evil person. He killed all these people. What was the source, though? Who, who was egging them on and pushing them? Because we all are being affected by either the Holy Spirit or the spirit of the evil one, or all these things we're talking about. And yeah. obviously, this man, uh, Adolf Hitler, did not come up with murdering all white people that got blue eyes, <laughs> Jewish people on his own. He didn't come up with that. You know he didn't come up with that on his own. He was influenced by the enemy. You know what I mean? Go ahead, bro. No, amen to that, man. Um, it's, I mean, you tell me this all the time, and, and if y'all – watch the Bible study on the regular, we always are very transparent about our everyday workings as far as working and then dealing yeah. with people. You have yeah. to remember, um, one thing the Bible talks about is they lose sleep until they call someone to stumble. Understand that is a true scripture. What the Bible talks about, there's wicked people who will actually lose sleep until they cause some type of ruckus or commotion or some, something 100%. That they're that they're, they're aged on, and that's not Rob speaking. That's what the Word of God says. So you just got to think about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Absolutely. All right. Next scripture we'll be going to is Second uh, Corinthians ten four through five. Uh, give me a second, brother. I've yeah, been no doing problem. that while you was talking. But my wife he distracted me. Woman, well, you know I'm doing a Bible study. What you texting me for? I'm kidding. She texts me because she loves me. You know what I mean? Telling me what she about to do. All right, we are going to 2 Corinthians 10, chapter, uh, verse 4 through 5, brother. All right. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful. Hold on, man. I'm, I'm... Excuse me, folks. It, it's the background. You you couldn't hear me, bro. They they heard okay. me. For the weapons... I, I definitely the weapons hear of, you. Nobody can. I know I muted it. I know I muted it. It made it look crazy, but... For the weapons of our warfare are not of flesh, but divinely powerful for the destructions of fortresses. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. There we go. So <clears throat> once again, this is what we're fighting. 
One, number one, our weapons of our warfare are not carnal. All those things that we talked about, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, this and this and that. All those are examples. They are not literally a sword, you know, like the sword of the spirit. It's not literally a sword. It's not literally this, not literally that, but it literally affects things in a certain way. You feel what I'm saying? But it's not literally you walking around with a helmet on your head. That's not what we're saying. But it's just uh, the writer of that book was Paul was giving an example so you can understand it in a more way. Because back in the day, they was having, you know, kind of like the Olympics, but it was different. It was a little bit, a lot more gruesome <laughs> back in the day. Right, right. A lot more gruesome. Right. So also, and, this yeah, this is uh, talking about how things that you're battling, these uh, speculations, lofty things raised up against the knowledge of God. We fight these things every day as believers that raise itself above the knowledge of God. Give you an example. So right now I'm dealing, you know, I'm a, got a few symptoms or whatever, but I had a plan to do this Bible study, right? And I wanted people to be able to hear what God has given through me and through my brother to be able to hear the word of God. Now, what could I have done? I could have been like, bro, you know what, man? I'm sick, man. Temperature kind of high. They'll be all right. But, it, but it's not about me. You feel what I'm saying? It's not about my brother. It's about this word of God being put out so people can hear it because you never know who we're going to help today or in the future because these things live on forever on YouTube. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, ditto, man. Everything that you just said. Everything right. you just said. I don't have nothing to add to that. All right, next we'll be going to, and this will be more of on the side of it's already defeated. You were talking about knowing what you're fighting or know what you're fighting. So those two scriptures were based on knowing what you're fighting. It was letting you know that uh, powerful and destruct. Uh, we are not fighting other flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses, enemies' fortresses, or destroying speculations of every lofty thing or every high thing that raises up against the knowledge of God. These are the type of things we're fighting. Now we're going to talk about talk about that, yeah, it's also already defeated. So we're going to get some scriptures on that. We'll be going to Colossians 2 and 15. Colossians 2 and 15. Colossians. Yeah, that too. All right, go ahead, bro. 2 and 15. 15. All right. When he had disarmed the rulers and authorities, he made a public display of them, having triumphed, them, triumphed over them through him. Mm. Now, remember this. We are not Jesus. So, right. you know, I have to say this because a lot of times, you know, we as believers be like, well, I could do everything exactly Jesus could do. No, we do a whole lot what Jesus could do, but we ain't Jesus. But with that being said, we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Other words, we have his blood spiritually in us. And when he did those things, that happened for us. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right. But I want to point out that we are not Jesus and uh, don't get that twisted. We ain't him. You know what I'm saying? But we of him, though. You know what I'm saying? So so with that being said, when you make a mistake, stop beating yourself up like to no yes, end because you are not going to be perfect. We're striving daily, but we won't, reach, we won't reach perfection until that great day where we hear, well done, good and faithful servant. So ease up a little bit on yourselves out there. Please do. Please do. Next will be or last will be going in this section to James chapter four and verse seven. James chapter four. I'm probably going to pull this up to get there. Yep. James. Chapter four and verse seven. All right. All right. Submit Hold therefore on. to God. I'm trying to make it a little bigger for you, brother. My bad. Uh, yeah, we go. I, I, I know this one by heart. So I was I was in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> you was Gucci on this one. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Submit therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. 
this is such a tent pole scripture for the life of yes, a believer. Yes, it is. It is yeah. something that you can stand on through all type of situations, situations, through all types of them. You can stand on this because if you submit to God and resist the devil, he'll flee from you. We should never be running from a devil, figuratively and literally. We should never be running for a, from a devil because a lot of things that roar as devils is not like in the spirit world, so to speak. This is not like uh, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg, somebody making these illustrious, big, huge things. A lot of these things is making all this noise like little, little, little monkey type things. I'm not saying literally. I'm just giving you an example of how it has a loud roar, but it really ain't nothing. In the moment that you stand up and submit to God and you tell him to shut up, it shuts up or whatever. You know, submit there for the God is the devil here flee from you. Me being sick, right, is that of God or of the devil, right? Me being sick or dealing with sickness, God is not like, hey, be sick. Take this sickness and tell these folks about you. No, that's of the enemy or whatever. Now, I'm going to take my medicine. I ain't going to be no dummy taking this medicine, but I'm also going to resist that thing. So once again, I'm going to take that medicine. I'm going to take uh, stuff to get the fever down and stuff to do this and stuff to do that. But while I'm taking all that, I'm standing on God's word and I'm believing. And also, Jesus said everything that has a name must bow to the name of Jesus, right? So Jesus cast out a fever and spoke to a fever. I can too. Tell that fever to get up out of here. And honestly, it has. So go ahead, bro. Also, I want to say this is also the most half-quoted scripture or verse Come on, bro. out there. Yes. So many people resist yes. the devil and he'll flee. You're not doing no resisting if there's no submitting. And the problem is, I believe we nobody wants to submit. Submit is like the curse word of every language, of every culture, every saved race. and unsaved. It doesn't yep. matter. When you use the word submit, who are you talking to? And unfortunately, mm. believers act like that also when it comes to submitting to the Lord and submitting to God so that he can have his way. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because you got Lord and you have Savior. I mean, mm -hmm. you He's your savior, but is he Lord over your life? Well, you're submitting and you're being obedient. Not perfect, but just submitting and, and, and striving. But you can't just be like, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. No, he's right. not. If he you ain't, ain't submitting to God, he not. Right. He's he is no fleeing. He has no reason right. to flee for because now you under your own power. And right. you it says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, not on your own, not on not your, on own, your own strength. Right. So it, just it, you, you gotta remember that. The only thing that you're doing is the main, the biggest thing you're doing is submitting and then mm -hmm. resisting. The biggest thing, the fleeing ain't really ain't got a whole lot to do with you. The fleeing got to do with who's in you, right? Amen. It ain't because you so great. It's because he's so great and he's in you and they recognize that. Just like the uh, uh, in Matthew where they called the uh, seven sons of Sceva and they was like, you know, he told it, one of these dudes <laughs> was like, hey, get out in the name of Jesus who Paul preaches. And, G and the, the uh, demons looked at him and said, Jesus I know. Paul, I know, but who is you? And they whooped their tail, right? <laughs> Beat them naked, naked, literally. Ran them out butt naked. You know what I mean? That type of stuff happened when you're trying to operate in something that you don't know for yourself or you ain't spent, been spending time with God. You know what I mean? But like, the Christian life is a spiritual life. Now, a lot of us yeah. get saved and then we elevate, our, I mean, elevate. we elevate our knowledge so high. You know, how well I know the scripture. You know, how, how well I can... Uh, prophesy the scripture how well i can uh break down the scripture and know this and know all that all that don't mean nothing without love number one number two uh it's a spirit thing like for you to even be saved you have to believe a spiritual thing 
For you to get, accept Jesus, you have to accept the spiritual thing. We can't have no God and have a Christian life and not have a spiritual things. I'm not saying you got to be some over spooky dude and, you know, always looking like, what realm are we in right now? Sh shut up. Stop. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> Calm down. Please calm down. I'm talking to the eighth heaven. Shut up. Stop. Don't do all that. That's not what I'm saying. But there is spiritual things. There are supernatural things. But a lot of it is you submitting, you getting in line with God, and then God taking care of a lot of stuff for you that you don't even see because you submitted. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, even if you look at verse eight, it says draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You know yes, what I'm sir. saying? So as you submit and you draw near to him, then that's where that relationship comes from. And, and that goes back to what we started on, the full armor of God. Yep. You know what I mean? And um, as we continue to go, and, and that being our main scriptures that we're following, which is, yep. um, you know, and we're about to go into it. The word is your weapon. And it's very important because in the full armor of God, you only have one weapon. And, and we'll get into it. We will get into it. I want to point this out. I think it's very important for believers. A lot of believers... There's a, a term, a, 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 a Christian term, a theological term called sovereignty. You know, God is sovereign. You know, in other words, God is in control. Although God is in control, he have left some things up to you. And I always give this example for with someone that having this struggle with the sovereignty thing. Because a lot of times people will not read that scripture we read earlier. Submit to God, resist the devil, he'll flee from you. They'll just go to resist the devil because they're not recognizing that they got to do something. <laughs> right? right because it's like right. well god is in control and he's just gonna handle all that yes he is in control and he made the earth and he the great architect no he ain't great he, yeah, he is the great architect of the universe that's an amazing thing they say my dad my step not stepdad what you call him? my father-in-law you say that i'll be looking at him like man what you talking about but anyway he is the one that created the whole world and all that and he is he knows when the sun comes up he knows when the sun go down he knows what you're gonna do today and tomorrow but the awesome thing that he did when he made me rob and everybody who's watching this show he gave you a choice and because you made a choice you are given a choice you will be held responsible for your choices that is very important so although god is sovereign he is sovereign he is in control one word, you got to handle your business. You got to live oh, right. Yeah. You got to submit to him and then resist the devil. Then he'll flee. A lot of persons will submit, then they don't resist because they'll be like, well, I got to resist resist for God. I got it all in control. No, you had to resist. He gave you things to do. Think about it. When Jesus left the disciples, he's telling them all these things he got to do. He ain't say, well, I did everything. Y'all scrape. Y'all just sit over here and chill out. Nah, this stuff they had to right. do. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we'll be going to uh, Ephesians 6 and 17, Ephesians 6 and 17. Then we'll be going to Hebrews 4 and 12. And this is talking about the word is your weapon. The word is your weapon. Here we go, bro. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. One more time. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Yes, sir. So the helmet of salvation, once as you being saved, is on your head. But the sword of the spirit, that is the only offensive weapon in the whole full armor of God is the sword of the spirit. Right. Or the word. It says it, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. That is your greatest weapon against things attacking you. Enemies attacking you. Doubt coming in your mind. Sickness coming against your body. Having the word word for it and you believing in it. And standing on it and having done all the stand and continuing to stand is highly effective. It's highly effective. You having it and not willing to stand on it is not effective. You have to stand on that thing. I'll give you an example. Like I say, I've been dealing uh, with 
feeling sick today, sore throat, high temperature. I went to sleep. I was sweating and all that. And my wife came home, took my temperature and all that. And I was like, you know what? We're doing this Bible study. I'm not stopping because of this. Fever can go down. This can do that. Let me take the stuff I need to take, and then it's going to happen. Having done all to stand, stand. Now, if I wouldn't stand, I would have still been sitting over there on the couch sweating because I didn't do nothing. I didn't know standing. I didn't know submitting and resisting. Nothing going to flee if you don't submit or resist. You feel what right. I'm saying? It goes right, in the way. Right. I'm not saying, you know, magic healer and all that. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is his word is true. It's not a lie. And when you work the word, the word works. Point blank period. It just does. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. And then, I mean, I know we're not getting into it, but even with 18, with your prayer, when you work yeah. the word in your prayer, you you quote back his word to him because he's not a man that he yes, should lie. You yes, dig sir. what I'm saying? So if you're quoting his word in prayer, like, although although the um, sword of the spirit is the word of God and is your weapon, yeah. prayer is like prayer is like communication to headquarters. Absolutely. Lord, Absolutely. what would you have me to do? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, give me, give me my mission. Give me my assignment. Yes, and I don't know James Bond type stuff, but what I'm saying is, what would you have me to do to get, what would you have me to go? What, what should I say before I go into this meeting? What should I do when it comes to, you know, my spouse or my children or um, a business move? I'm about to do this business. Lord, yeah. how do you want me to do it? Because your word says it goes hand in hand. So yes, it's, it's very important that you pray and that you're in your word so that you you on point on how you're praying and hearing from the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, man. Listen, it is a powerful, powerful thing for you as the believer to speak the word of God. I'm not saying you commanding things. I ain't saying no manifesting crap. Mm -mm. But the word of God, if it said it, it's what it is. A lot of people, they'll see something like that. Like, well, that's kind of close to this. Did the word say it, my guy? Did the word say it, my girl? If God said, speak to the mountain, the mountain be moved. Either he said it, he didn't say it. Right. We can't pick and choose like, well, I don't like that part of the word, so I ain't going to talk about that. But I like this part, so I'm going to stand on that. On my church, don't talk. Did he say it or did he not say it? The word is your weapon. All right. Uh, we Message. are. Yeah. I couldn't even find the button. I too focus on the. Message. Right. All right. <laughs> this is Hebrews uh, chapter 4, verse 12. Go ahead, brother. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. What's so awesome about that is that, like I said earlier on the other scripture, that is the only offensive weapon we get. So in a spiritual sense, it is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The word of God will work. It'll reveal some things about your slick dudes, your slick friend, <laughs> you know, that you don't really trust that word. The word will reveal things about that. You know, that's what it's telling you. That word is powerful, powerful. I am the type of person is that most of my friends are believers. I'm not saying I'm being picky and all that. I'm just, I can't be around a bunch of people that's living a whole life contrary to what I'm doing. I'm not saying I'm unwilling to deal with nobody that way, but I'm saying right, right. most of my homies, you know, we, we, we say sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. It ain't got to be all three, but it's going to have to be number one. <laughs> number one, gonna, you know, cause everybody ain't gonna be number three, you know, whatever. But you gonna have to be number one for us to kick it. You feel what I'm saying? Because I want, I don't, I want to protect my walk. You know what I'm saying? It's very important. You want to protect your walk. It's very, very important. Go ahead, bro. Uh, Mr. G say evening bishops. You silly dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what's up, um, buds? What's going on? 
For us, say praying, praying for God, praying for God to completely heal you from the bottom of your feet to the top of your head by the blood of Jesus and in, in in the name of Jesus. Thank you, brother, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, brother. I Amen. That. Amen. And I will be. Uh, Go ahead, bro. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Um, no, I just when you think about the word is living and active and sharper than any two edged sword. The thing about a two edged sword for those who don't know that weapon, it cuts you yeah. going in and mm -hmm. it cuts you going out. That's what mm -hmm. the two edged sword is. So if it don't take care of the job going in because all your ridges is going this way yes, when sir. it comes back out it's gripping and and it's going to get you coming back out so if you look at that from a uh, a word transport a spiritual like removing the things that shouldn't be there yeah you know what i mean and and, yeah. and putting you where you need to be at and that's 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 the the beauty of the word man all right, we're going to get to our last section for tonight. Like I told you, this will be a one-hitter quitter, but I want to encourage you. The last part, refuse yes. to quit. We'll be going to Ephesians 6, 13 through yes, 14. <laughs> Took me out. Took me out. Took me out. Come on. Just, <laughs> why? Why? I, I was in the spirit, and I'm just, I'm back. I'm back now. This, yeah. this guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy. All right, Philippians 3, 13 through 14, Hebrews 12, 1 through, 1 through 3, <laughs> 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, and then Genesis 24 through 28, the story of Jacob. All these things are examples of people that refuse to quit. First, we'll be going to Ephesians 6, 13 through 14. Like I said, we'll be going back and forth to that scripture the whole night. At the end, I'm, we're going to read the whole scripture, and you'll see how this all fits together. Uh, God now, this all, be a little different yeah. this time. All good, brother. But that refuse to quit is big. So um, yes, I don't know if any of y'all saw the the um, promotion for this Bible study. It may seem like you by yourself, but refuse yeah. to quit. You know what refuse I'm saying? No matter what's going on. So let's go ahead and get into this. 13, 13 through what, bro? 14. All right. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day. And having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having gird your loins with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So this thing, what this is saying right here, the thing that's illuminated is the subject of this whole Bible study. Having done all, having done everything to stand, stand therefore. A lot of things we've been praying for, you ain't got it because you quit standing. You gave up. Too quick. You know what I'm saying? Some people be like, man, I've been believing the Lord for, for a husband for 25 years. Well, that could be two things. One, have you made yourself a perfect wife for that husband? Mm, that's point one. And then number two, continue to stand. There's a lot of people. I have uh, my wife's uncle, 90 years old. He has a girlfriend. It's never too late, <laughs> right? He had a wife. His wife passed. She had a husband. Her husband passed. And in his 90th year of life, he still found love. So, it's possible. Don't give up. But in anything, right. you may be, uh, for example, like I was talking about, I was sick or whatever and all that. What if I would have quit? What if I would have stopped? We wouldn't be on right now, right? And as I as I started, like Rob didn't know. We was talking with it. I didn't say one word. Not as I word. started and all that, I started feeling better and better and better because having done all to stand, stand firm, having girded your loins with truth, the word of God, put on the breastplate of righteousness and have a shod joke. Shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That is very important, man. Once again, this is a prime example in this scripture of do not quit. Refuse to quit, people. That's one of the biggest words for tonight. Refuse to quit. Do not quit. Do not give up on God. And uh, let me say this before we move on. 
Don't get caught up in saying, I got to understand the Bible like I'm reading a Charles Dickens book. Or I'm reading a Mark Twain book. Or I'm reading, you know, one of them uh, love story books. That's not what the Bible is. The Bible is not an editorial. It's a book. It's a living word. And one thing, yeah. as you start reading, as you get to understand it, you will understand that you will not understand everything. And yeah. it's going to take faith to believe it. It's going to take faith. It takes faith for you to become a Christian. It also takes faith for you to stay a Christian. You know what I mean? Well, EVP, what's up, brother? He said, uh, what if they hit that nail, hit that nail in Jesus and uh, was good? Like, nah, I'm good. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have to come back to it, brother. But, yeah, man, just do not quit. Stay with it. You know what I'm saying? Stay with it. All right, next thing we'll be going to is, uh, let's see, Philippians 3. 13 through 14. Go ahead, bro. Sound like you got something. No, yeah, just um, when we talked about, you know, um, submit to God and then you yeah. can resist. Right here it says the same thing. If you, I can't, you took it away. But it just oh, talked about if you put on the full armor of God, you'll be able to resist in that evil day. So it's still mm -hmm. the same thing on mm -hmm. putting on the full armor of God, submitting to God so that you can resist when those temptations come. Or in another part of the Bible, take the way of escape. Right. All right. This is Philippians. Chapter three, verse 13 through 14. Rita. Oh, I, oh, hold on. I get it now. He said, okay. what if they hit the first nail and it in and Jesus was like, nah, I'm good. Oh, and exactly. this, good point. I yeah, get it. Good I get point. It. Good it. point. I had Thank to you, read brother. it again. And boy, yeah, but, boy um, them waves no, busting in that picture, too. That's a good name. That <laughs> <laughs> boy got oceans over there. All right. But no, he, he has a point. If, if, yes, if he, it would have it'd be all for nada. Okay. Well, we all for nada. All right, this is uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 through 14. We got it now. All right. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Man, I there like that one. Yeah, so that is one a very popular scripture. I press forward towards yeah. the mark of the prize of the high calling. The very important part is forgetting what lies behind, forgetting those things that happened before. Forget those things that you've been going through. Forget, man, it's been hard. It's been rough. Forgetting all that and refusing to quit, but you press. We got to remember we got to keep pressing, man. We got to keep pressing yeah. and not give up. Go ahead, bro. Um, the biggest thing is forgetting what lies behind. Yes, like sir. Like you. We've yes, said sir. this so many times in, in illustration. You cannot walk a straight line looking back. You know what cannot. I mean? And, um, cannot. And, and I had somebody joke like, I did it. No, nah, you stepped off the line. I guarantee you, you know what I mean? But you can't. And that's why it says forgetting what lies behind because those very things that what the enemy, he's the accuser of the brethren. So those very yes, things that's behind you, he will make you focus on that thing. You know what I mean? And so if you're looking behind, guess what? We're talking about the full armor of God. It protects the yep. front. The moment yep. you look behind, you leave your back open. You know what yep. I mean? Now you're no longer pressing forward, like it says, yep. and press toward the goal. You and look upward, not not turn around and look down right. on your past your past issues, no matter what that thing may be. Like Wavy said, Jesus went to the cross for whatever that is that you don't think he could have forgave you for. He already yep. knew it happened. He knew yep. you were gonna do it. There it is. Say la. All right, we'll be going to Hebrews 12, 1, two, one through 3. I said 1, 2, 3. 1 through 3. <laughs> I mean, it actually is 1, 2, 3, but anyway, Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. Gotcha. Go. All right, therefore, since we have, 
I'm sorry, brother. Hold on one moment. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our thought, our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, let me who, for the for who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising mm -hmm the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Yes, sir. Am I doing three? Yep. For consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So what this is saying is that we got to keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And also is once again, reiterating, do not quit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. Do not grow weary. Do not say, man, this is so hard. And listen, life is hard. I'm not going to sit up yeah. here and act like life is easy and, you know, we banana peeling through everything. No, we're not. Life is hard. You're going to have some hard times, but we got to remember the word. Remember the word is your weapon. The word is your strength. The word is your life. And we always got to consider who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself so that you would not grow weary and lose, lose heart. A.K.A. Think what Jesus went through is what you're going through so bad. Right, right. <laughs> when did you have 49 stripes on your back? I wait. Right. You know what I mean? When did you get pinned to a cross? I wait. You know what I'm saying? Right. When did you feel like God the Father literally turned his back on you if you felt like that? So much so, the Son of God said, Father, why have you forsaken me? I wait. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, but although I know it's real life and we have real issues and things in front of us that feel like mountains, but like mountains, they're not literally mountains. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't endured to the point of giving your life for it. And That's I right. get it. When, when you down, I'm telling you, you feel like it. Like, man, God ain't there. God didn't turn his back on me. But mm -hmm. it's not the case. Let me, the difference between our trials and with Jesus, Jesus did it for us. Sometimes yep. our trials are self-inflicted. No matter how we look at it, no matter who we try to blame, sometimes we have self-inflicted trials and then we blame God for it. Yep. But we still got to stand even with those. And even if it's not you and it was a genuine attack against you, yes. understand no weapon form will no weapon form will prosper. But it doesn't say that the weapon won't form. It's going to form. You're going to go through those testing trials. So you got to remember that mm -hmm. the weapons will form, but they will not prosper. And illustrating what Rob said, the weapons will form, may form. They going to form. But don't mean yeah. it's going to prosper because who who you are with. We are at Second uh, Corinthians 4. 16 through 18, sir. All right. Therefore, we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. Yes, for momentary Lord. light afflictions is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look at not... Oh, I'll let I you mean, scroll. There you, go. there you go. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temp temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Think about this. Key, key part right here for a momentary light affliction, <laughs> light affliction. A lot of things that we tripping over is light. You know what I'm saying? Like they say sunlight. <laughs> it's sunlight. You know what I'm saying? But we acting like a lot of times we acting like this thing is huge and it's a mountain because it's a mountain to you. But at the end of the day, momentary light affliction is producing for us the internal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. You're going to be afflicted a little bit. You're going to be persecuted mm -hmm. a little bit. You may get picked on at your job. You may get talked about. You may get treated wrong because of your stance, and it aggravates people. But it's just a light affliction. Momentary. Yeah. It's only for a moment. It's only for a moment. Go ahead, bro. 
just and even when we talking about the full armor of God, we talked about the shield of faith says to stop the fiery arrows. So the yep. attacks are coming like those things yes, are going to come at us. But again, for anybody who in the midst of it right now, I get it. When you're going through it, you're not trying to hear none of that. You ain't trying to hear but, none of this. None of this Bible stuff. <laughs> none of it. But when it's all said and done, if you are you know, a believer and you're born again. If not, we'll take care of that before the end of the show. But if you yes, are sir. born again, you have to go back to what got you here. You know That's what I mean? Right. You have to go back to what you said, I believe, when you yeah. confessed and believed in your heart and you and you took on and you saw the amazing things God did. Yes, and sir. um, I don't know where this coming from, but if you've recently been saved and everything was going right, going right, now you're in a season where it don't seem like God hears you, like you're that means you're growing. Mm-hmm. And that you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So if all of a sudden the the prayer not getting answered, man, I remember I used to pray and God that that was that season. Now you're in a different right. season where you're gonna have to trust and you're gonna mm-hmm. have to go. I'm gonna say this last right. part and we move to the next one. Just think about the Old Testament to the New Testament. God stopped talking for what was it? Five hundred? Like four hundred? Five hundred? Four hundred? Like yeah, something like that. No, nothing. Y'all let us know if we wrong. It's all right. Yeah, it, 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 it's some hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right. it's a couple of couple, couple of hundreds. Couple of hundreds. All right. <laughs> Let's go, bro. All right. Last, last, uh, one of the last scriptures we'll get to will be Genesis uh, thirty-two. 24 through 28, and this is the story of Jacob. This is another example of someone refusing to give up, literally to the point of getting his leg, his hip joint broke because <laughs> he would not let somebody go. All right, so we're going to start with uh, 24. I'll let you know. Here we go. There it is. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When he saw that he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh. So the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he was while he wrestled with him. Then he up, said, bro. all right, then he said, let me go for the dawn is breaking. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So mm-hmm. he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob, he said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have striving with God. You have striving with God and with men and have prevailed. Right. So this ain't saying he whooped up God. That ain't what we saying. That ain't what this is illustrating. So just to make this plain to see when it started, it said a man at the end, it said it was God. A lot of times uh, this is a side note. A lot of times when angels came to earth, they thought they were men. They never saw nobody with wings uh, cascading Mm -hmm. down saying Jacob. No, it just looked like somebody regular. Look in the Old Testament. A lot of times they thought they was man. So much so there was one in the uh, what was it? That place that got got burned up. They were trying yeah. to get with them. <laughs> the, the, yeah, I'm just pause on that one. Yeah, forget, forget <laughs> your angelic place. Come on, let me anyway. <laughs> yeah, bro, wild. Go ahead. <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway, but this is the point we want to get through. Get to. He was fighting with this angel. So hard that the angel had to touch him in his hip joint and did not break it, just put it out of socket so he'd stop fighting. That's another point. He didn't break his leg. Just took it out of socket. If you ever – I played basketball and had my uh, shoulder out of socket before. It hurts hurts like Hades, but when you put it back in socket, it don't hurt no more. So he just took it out of socket. But he's like, no, I ain't letting you go till you bless me or unless you bless me. You got to have that fervor with whatever you're standing against. That's yeah. what I want to get at. You got to have that type of fervor that, yo, you can break what you're going to break. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or like Job, you know, well, I, I can lose family. I can lose wife or whatever. I am not letting the name of God go. I trust him. I don't care who comes to me or whatever. 
We got to have that that type of fervor. And listen, I know for a fact that it gets hard. I know for a fact that although I'm up here talking about this and Rob was up here talking about this, we have so many days where we be like, man, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we the ones up here talking like this. But we have them same feelings. But I have to remember if his word is important to me, and I believe he speaks through that word, then that word is going to be more true than how I feel. Because Amen. there's one thing that last that stood the test of time. That is the word of God. The word of God has been banned out of cities. It's been burnt out of cities. You have people try to mute folks and all that. That word has never left and it would never leave. They can't get rid of it because it ain't going nowhere because it's the word of God. It's a supernatural thing. So stand on this thing. All right. Uh, the last thing we're going to do, we're going to read the whole line of scripture. It'll be uh, 10 through 19. Uh I'll let you go, brother. Then we'll scroll right. up as we go. And this, uh, before you go, this wraps up or this sums up every place we went to, every topic we went to. And uh, I'm going to put these up right quick before we wrap because this will be the end of it. So the first place we went to was put on a whole armor of God, but what is it, right? Then the next thing we went to know what you're fighting and that it's already defeated. And then it was the word is your weapon. And the last thing is refuse to quit. Refuse to quit. Now. All right. We'll read these line of scriptures or uh, verses, and it all ties into every little section we put up. Go ahead, bro. All right. You ready for Yeah. Finally, be strong in the Lord and, <clears throat> and in the strength of his might, but put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Mm -hmm. I was with you. Okay. Therefore, take take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist it in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having gird your loins with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. I'll let you scroll now. I think you went up to there we go. And having shod your feet with the pre preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit and with his and with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all, all the saints. There we and go. Pray we'll on stop right there. OK, we'll okay. Right there, there we go. So this is what this whole Bible study was about. It shows you the number one. That we have to fight, we have weapons, we have to fight, and we'll get the victory. That's basically where we all going through in this line of scriptures. That And to not quit. Having done all to stand, stand. Once again, having done all to stand, stand. Do not quit. This is the message for today as we leave and move on to whatever we're doing next. If you're in a battle, whatever the battle may be, you may be going through something as uh, pain-stricken as a divorce through uh, uh, pain, through uh, needing healing, or you could be going something, going through something as light as your boss getting on your nerves. Having done all to stand, stand. And be careful how you react to, to these things. That's another thing. Be very careful. That wasn't on our list, but it's important. How do you react when you're in the midst of a trial and storms is very important. Go ahead, bro. No, I think that's big. And when you look at the full armor of God, it even talks about that because um, walking with the preparation of peace, I mean, he gives you a peace that surpasses all understanding. So when you're walking in that, you know what I'm saying? That it, it covers everything from head from head to toe. 
Excuse me from heaven to Sodom. Yep, that's right, Jerry. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> but anyway. <clears throat> but, yeah, ahead, I'm bro. just saying, like, I just want everybody, like, like C saying, be encouraged. Like, we, we, know you, we know you go through it, but as saints, sometimes we get so caught up in scrolling and, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm guilty of it. I can spend mm-hmm. hours on, 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 on reels and, and we look up and we didn't fed our mind all of that so much. And then next thing you know, we're triggered off of something that don't even really bother us. Right. But because we didn't fed our spirit that peace for so long, for so many hours straight, it comes out. Yep. It doesn't matter. Repent. Keep it pushing. You know what I mean? And I just want to encourage you, like, stand. Don't give up. I don't care where you at. I don't care what it look like. The bank account, the 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 whatever, the, the notice, the spouse, the kids. Like I said, man, no, no matter what it is that you're going through, Jesus went to the cross so that you could have peace in that, you know what I mean? Yep. So that you can come through it and then it'll end up being your testimony. I'll let you finish that out, see. And with that being said, if you do not know who Jesus is and you are one of these people that have been going through, you feel like you can't stand, I can't I can't put up, I can't deal with life no more. Number one, don't give up. God loves you. He has called you. He said, you know, uh, he has set you apart for such a time as this. Today is a day of salvation. Amen. If you don't know Jesus, don't get in your mind and be like, well, when I get old, I get myself together. Number one, you can't get yourself together, and what if you don't get old? Get yourself together today. Today is the day of salvation. Don't wait. You know, uh, And if you want to have Jesus in your heart and have an experience with Jesus beyond of just knowing who he is and having him live inside you, this is what you do. Uh, just say this with me, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I believe that your son died and rose on the third day for me and for my salvation. I confess him as his Lord, as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life and make me new. If you prayed that, you're saved. Amen. God has came into your life. Now, the next step is this. Find a church, man. And number one, find the Bible. Number two, find a church. But first things first, get you a Bible and learn of him, read of him, and uh, get around some people you know, you may get saved and your crowd is, in your crowd, nobody is saved. Find you some other saved people. That's why we said go to church. Get around some other believers that can help you to stand strong. Because if you stay in the same situation, you'll get pulled right back out. And, you, yeah. you know, you'll have a change where you'll be the only one and you still try and live like the world. No. Get into a church where you can learn of God, learn of, learn of understanding him and have godly fellowship with other believers. It would help you to stay strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Amen. Amen. No, I mean, like you said, just get your Bible. And if I mean, we all carry our phones around. This is a tip that I always like to tell people when you read the Bible, download it to your phone and then turn it to airplane mode when you spend time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as a notification come across, it's going to distract you, especially if the Holy Spirit trying to give you something. And it's a notification that piques your interest. You know, like for me and see sports breaking news. And now we. We didn't click and get back to it. You know, now right. okay, we're trying to figure out what the um, breaking news is. So download that Bible app to you. You don't have to read the um, NASB 1995 version that I was stuck with reading today. You can get one that you can understand. <laughs> you ain't lying. All right, man. Thank you all so much for watching this Bible study and being a part of whether you or, or if you're listening on the audio on whatever your podcast streamer yeah. or pod catcher is, whether it's Apple Music or Spotify, whatever. We thank you for taking the time. Please yeah, do us a favor if you're listening, you know, give us a review, man. If you enjoyed this, let the word let somebody know, man. We appreciate it. Let us know if it yeah. was able to be a blessing for you, not to make us feel good or whatever, make us feel great what God has done cuz it it ain't me. It ain't Rob. Right. It's God. You know what I mean? No and doubt. uh 
We'll be back tomorrow with our sports show. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Live at uh, 6 o'clock, man. So tune in, man. And uh, that being said, man, I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean. We out. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Yes, sir. Maybe. Take them wherever they go. Everywhere make them known.